Welcome to Classic Comics Cavalcade. I'm Jason Sachs. I'm Amir Malikpour. And we are discussing Marvel Treasury Edition number four, uh, featuring two or three or five, depending on how you cut it, uh, great stories by Roy Thomas and Barry Windsor Smith. So, Amir, I was never a Conan fan kind of growing up. Mm -hmm. But these stories are incredible. I was never a Conan fan. I've read a few Conans here and there, mostly modern stuff, only because I got them because of, for some reason, great artists love to draw Conan. Mm -hmm. Like, I've collected a lot of artists. Bruce Tim even has drawn a story. I found the issue of him doing Conan and Mike Mignola loves Conan. Everybody loves everybody loves that. I, I guess the people of a certain era just love Conan. And then it, you know, at least for Marvel, it started off with one of the greatest artists in modern comics history. So pretty interesting. But yeah, yeah. I've never really read it for the stories, anyways. You've read it for the incredible artwork. It really is just like amazing. And when you when the treasure edition has like a story from two years earlier, and then reprints uh, Red Nails, so Rogues in the House from I think 1971, and then Red Nails from 73 or 74, and Barry Windsor Smith's art between those two stories jumps incredible. Oh my God! Yeah, Oof. incredible. Yeah, I'm glad I have a black and white version of that story in two different prints. Uh, so I just. It, he's amazing. He's amazing. It's it's the I mean, yeah, that guy's so talented, especially like in the yeah, it just looks so good. Let's talk about what makes him so amazing. Was, what do you, what's the first things that jump out at you? I think in the red red nails, the beginning, it's like um when you see Valeria, the whatever, the pirate woman that mm -hmm. uh Conan is interested in. Um, I mean, those few pages, like the lush surroundings that he draws, like the amount of time he spends on the backgrounds. Like, this is not a monthly book. This must have taken a long time for him to do. Every leaf is drawn in. It seems like every blade of grass. Yeah. Uh, when we see that dragon a little later on, like you see all the scales just perfectly detailed in it. The scene of the dragon crashing through the trees. Oh, what's that, page yeah. five or six? He the Treasury Edition. Mm -hmm. Like, it just feels like you really are in this world. Yeah. I mean, I had to pull the, you know, the black and white version that I have of this just to see the line work and like the, all the inking that he's done. And then I understand there's like an artist edition of this book too, which now I'm gonna probably have to plop over and buy because of this. I watched a video where they were showing the artist edition and yeah, it's it's incredible. Mm. Like the other guy was focusing real closely on, on panels like the ones I'm talking about. And you see every, so much care put into the work. Every mm -hmm. detail seems to be you know right there. And the page isn't that much larger than it's printed in the treasury edition too. Mm. That's what the most amazing thing is to me is like the level of precise detail done by hand, right? It's one thing to do it in Photoshop. 
Yeah. It's different to, to like get every detail precise by hand. Do you feel like towards the end, it's not as, I mean, it's pretty amazing. Like you look at the guy's beard, like he, he spent a lot of time on this guy's beard, but I feel like in the beginning, it's a lot more detailed. Yeah. I wonder how much of that is because of the, the way that story goes. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of detail, for example, when Conan breaks in and sees Valeria pinned down on the, on the sacrificial altar. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's just a storytelling or maybe even just different points of like deadlines and all that stuff. And also, I think the way he draws this weird evil creature, Tolkemec, yeah. uh, you know, he's doing it with a, drawing the character with a few fewer lines, but it kind of makes him look even more spooky because there's so much of him in the shadows. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The other thing that really strikes me about Smith's growth is like, you look at the first story in here, Thieves in the House, and Conan looks really young. And actually everyone looks really young. Mm -hmm. You can tell he's drawing the faces of himself and his friends, and they're all like in their twenties, right? Yeah, it looks like a, a youth theater production or something. Mm -hmm. You flip back to uh, Red Nails, and Conan looks like he's been through a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. He looks like he's he's kind of emotionally more beat up. He's had a lot more experiences, mm -hmm. and like the cast, so to speak, in the later story in Red Nails, just feels like there are people who've gone through life. Mm -hmm. Like Valeria is a like just the way he draws her is just a really interesting character because she seems to have this kind of three-dimensionality about her personality mm -hmm. that you just don't see in Jenna in the first story. Yeah. And I think that just comes from, again, it's just like exponential growth, but maybe also he's surrounding himself by a larger group of people. So he's drawing on more friends or more references anyway i also think it's more refined his artwork i guess two years later whether he had more time his art style has changed yeah. and then it's become more i mean he, this is a more of an expert in red nails than he was in the previous story previous story it's it's still like his stuff that he did in kazar that type of artwork when he did an astonishing tales um, and the only reason I mentioned it is because I recently got that in the mail. I bought that. So it's just kind of funny, like how his early days art was and then what it developed into. Because there's, the, he's, he's gone from being someone who's like semi-derivative of Kirby to being someone who's really his own artist or he's drawing on influences outside of the comics medium. Maybe that's why he's, he's evolved. Mm, perhaps, yeah. You know, I am in this one. I don't see Kirby Kirby much in the uh, in the you know in the first story. In Rogues in the House, is that is that before that? Like, what's the Kirby influence that people mention? I know he's mentioned he loves comics because of Kirby, but what's that specific influence where we talk, people allude to? Well, I think for me, it's that like for example, Conan has this kind of square look to him. Not squares in like the old-fashioned way of saying boring, right. but square in that like he's very kind of rectangular, very kind of all parts of his body just are are um, almost geometric. Mm. 
uh, like the scene where he goes upstairs to uh, attack Jenna, for example, like the the way he moves seems almost like uh, a geometric approach. And then in Red Nails, it's much more kind of organic feeling. Mm-hmm. He, it's more also Conan's drawn with a lot more kind of anatomical precision. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's one of the big differences. Like Kirby, you know. Kirby was not an anatomist, right? He was a guy who would, you know, do cheats a little bit of the time to uh, convey people's muscles and stuff. He's not someone who sat there drawing from, you know, life drawings of guys with big muscles or anything. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the big differences here is that uh, he's able to to, uh, draw people with more three-dimensionality because he's drawing more real people. Yeah, and also, yeah, Conan has has bulked up too yeah yeah which is another reason he looks older right yeah and the first one he's skinny actually originally his conan um uh, was skinny right like which actually from what i hear um in the original stories like there are some paperbacks or like the original paperback covers like he was really skinny he was he wasn't like huge like Arnold Schwarzenegger he's actually like a toned muscular guy but like in the earlier story like I swear I see people like him with that kind of muscle at the gym all the time mm-hmm. but by we get by the time we get to red nails like he is so buff and yeah he's uh, like a Bustema cone yeah and then Bissema just completely builds him out yeah but I also think we see it when we look at Valeria Mm-hmm. You know, she's just, she's got a real personality to her. Mm. And you compare her to Jenna in the first story, and Jenna's just a little more, I don't know, shallow, younger, like younger feeling. Mm-hmm. Where Valeria feels like she's been through a lot. Oh, yeah. She's much more kind of the equal of Conan, too. Which I think a lot of, like, the heroines in Conan's stories were like uh, what's the pirate woman that he falls in love with I don't I guess lit. I was just looking her up yeah yeah it was like how long did he stay with Valeria oh, I don't know yeah, I, mean, I don't know either this issue <laughs> until he met Billet or another warrior woman but basically the women that he's interested in are his equals yeah like you see it even in the details of Smith's art too like on the page 58 in the treasury edition after they just killed the guy, the, the amazing uh, skeleton costumed guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you see in her face that like she's got this tiny little braiding along her hair. Um, she's got the sword with this kind of inscription in it, right? She's a woman who's like already had a whole life by the time we meet her in this comic. And she's not just Conan's equal, but in some ways she's like this adventurer herself. Mm-hmm. You can imagine uh, Robert E. Howard telling stories about her life mm-hmm. that led her to this moment. Yeah, I love that. She's also uh, real tall too, right? She's 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 probably six feet tall when you oh, see her yeah. in. Viking woman, yeah. He, um, I love that first page where like she's on the horse and like gets off the horse and just drawn so beautifully. I would love to have that page. I mean, I'm sure everybody would. It's like hundreds of thousands. <laughs> 
I'm sure it's a $100,000 page, seriously. He draws the, just such a beautiful horse there too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know we're, we're mainly focused on the art, but like the story is really, really starts smartly too. Mm -hmm. Focused on her, we see her taking action, um, being free, uh, and also kind of figuring out the landscape around her. You know, we have two pages of just Valeria before Conan appears. And she's the one who's kind of trying to figure out the world around her. He's just following her because he's horny. Yeah, that's what he said. Right? <laughs> Didn't I make my admiration for you plain back in Schumet? A stallion could have made it no plainer. And like you could see that in his face too, like he's enjoying this challenge immediately. Yeah, and then I like the part where he's like, uh, there's a part where he's like, she's all like, you know, no bare hand can take away my sword. And he's like thinking, yep, she's right. I can't. <laughs> it's a great character. Like I, I, now I want to see more of her. I got to look her up. <laughs> and she holds her own throughout the whole fight, right? I mean, she's yeah. even got the, the final coup de grace at the very end. Where she kicks that nasty, bitchy woman. Barry Windsor Smith, if I'm not mistaken, did the colors for this treasury also. Yeah, and the colors are beautiful, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think according to the original, you know, the essay that you know Roy Thomas wrote, this originally appeared in black and white. And right. now so the the version that you're the version that you have in your Conan saga. Yeah, is a lot more true to the original. Although, like you can argue that since Windsor Smith actually colored it, does does it look different in black and white to you? Um, I mean, not really. I, it's beautiful. I mean, I love the black and white. Um, you know, you get to see more of the artwork, but at the same time, like Barry Windsor Smith with what he had, did a great job of coloring back then. Back, mm -hmm. This is not a normal coloring job with all the stuff that they had back then. Like, mm -hmm. If you look at a regular Marvel comic from that era, it's not going to look as good as this. I think he still had the same palette of colors, though. He just used them a lot better. Yeah, yeah. With, like, lighting and everything. Like, I don't think... I mean, average colorists are probably good ones, but... Average ones didn't. There's a few panels here where you can really see the impact of the coloring too. Actually, all throughout the book, what am I saying? Like the flashbacks on page 70 in the treasury, how he does them all in different shades of blue. So it's really clear they're, they're flashback scenes. Mm -hmm. Add to the drama rather than taking away from the drama of the scene. Yeah, he also colors the... Um... This is something you can't tell in black and white is he colors the um, the locals differently. They're blue, whereas in our heroes are, you know, they're they're like regular skin tone colors. Yeah, like the the darkness of Prince Omex colors, the dude with the beard. Yeah. Like makes him more imposing to me than I mm -hmm. bet you'd see in black and white. Yeah. Because it's like an, it's almost like an aggressive color. Like a blue, like weird blue colors. 
Mm -hmm. Like his whole race is like that blue colored. Yeah, which wouldn't you you probably I would feel like was strained if it was a known race, but in this comic it works perfectly. Mm -hmm. And also like the you know the witch uh, is the same color as Conan and Valeria. Mm -hmm. So immediately marks her as an outsider. Mm -hmm. So should we maybe talk about the story a little bit? Um, uh, yeah. Um, I had a question about the title. Wanda was wondering what you so it was the nails of every person that they killed on the wall, right? Red nails on the wall. Yeah. And but I really didn't uh, understand it. It wasn't really there wasn't anything else to it, right? No, I was I kept waiting for there to be like some sort of you know analogy to it or something. Mm -hmm. I never really saw that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a clever title, but it doesn't really, like the previous story's Rogues in the House. That makes a lot more sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think uh, Ray Nails maybe has a symbolism I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe. And then, so what's the, st the story is that Conan and Valeria, you know, Conan follows her, tries to hook up with her. They get attacked by this dinosaurish type thing. They poison it, uh, they, I think they kill it, and then they end up going to a castle that's deserted. And then apparently there are, there's this race of people that showed up there with two different leaders and the leaders died. They, and then they, they, I guess not two different leaders, but they had two different leaders within the group and they broke up and they were at war. Mm -hmm. One of them is uh, Tel Telmec, uh, the king. He becomes a prince. And then the other one is uh, this former leaders group, Tolkamek. And then they just keep fighting and there's some deception. There's a witch who keeps young by using women who are younger. But really most of it is just amazing artwork by Barry Windsor Smith. And then this creepy Tolkamek, which comes out. But finally, you find out that like what that those leaders that you thought was dead one of them is a zombie. Is that what it is? I didn't really understand the story very well. They're resurrected from, well, they, they had captured the city. Mm -hmm. These strangers had captured this the city that was walled off in the middle of the desert. It's pretty clear the city was dying because there are a few of them st still in the city at the time the newcomers came. Mm -hmm. So then the halls of the city, Zuchital, ran red. Founders of the city were few in number then. And then I think they basically imprisoned the guy. Mm. Yeah, he just seems so creepy. I, but he's not a zombie, right? He's just a person with like a... He comes in and he starts killing people, taking revenge. I mean, to me, this is so Robert E. Howard for a few reasons. One is the, the bizarre exotic setting of the story mm -hmm. the city in the middle of the desert that's got this like mystery right it's all made of jade too so it's like resonant of all these lost glories it used to be an incredible place and now it's basically a dead city with mm -hmm. dying people living in it right there, there's even this point where they say you know the two races are in battle with each other but they're both dying races mm -hmm. And then Conan just kind of wanders in with uh, Valeria 
and they kind of plunder and witness the end of the civilization and then move on with their lives. Mm. So in a way, like he's bringing along, he's a, a vehicle for this race of people to become extinct. Oh, yeah. Because essentially they are so corrupted, they don't deserve to continue to live. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's such an interesting there's like this almost like despairing feel to it, you know? Mm-hmm. I actually didn't even think of it that way because I don't even think of uh, Conan as anything, having any meaning behind it. So, like, oh, he just came in with this woman that he's interested in. They killed a bunch of people. Now they're going to leave and go get it. But really, like what you mentioned, he is the, he's the Galactus of the city. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, he's literally like the barbarians at the gate. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, by the time we get to the last page of the story, like there's just they're littered with dead bodies. Mm-hmm. And, but like Conan really only brings some level of justice to these people because they're out to destroy every not destroy, but they're they're mm-hmm. completely they can't get past their war. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, yeah, it's corrupted them so much that the throne chamber has all those heads on shelves. That's just an incredible scene. Yeah. And at the end, I think they say like, you know what? I'm not even gonna bother. We're not gonna, we shouldn't even bother taking or pillaging this city. Too much negativity there. There's plenty of other stuff in other places. Yeah, it's like the taint of the city. Yeah. Like they just wanna leave it behind. I don't even want any of these haunted jewels. There's plenty yeah. of clean loot in the world for you and me. I, girl, there's nothing we can't conquer together. Yeah. yeah and, it's not exactly a happy ending. Well, for Conan, Conan it is. He came here, he got what he wanted. He gets to hook up with her. That's all yeah, I that's care true. about. You wouldn't go for the money. Mm-hmm. He got it. Yeah, that's true. He got what he wanted out of her. And uh, yeah, he didn't. He, yeah, he wasn't in it for the money, really. And I keep flipping through this book and I keep seeing all these beautiful things about the story. Different body type people have. Mm-hmm. Like that, that weird, like, Empress Tascala. Mm-hmm. Like she just looks different head to toe from Valeria. Yeah. And that's just good storytelling. Like she's got different muscles in her arms. Her legs are longer. Um, her torso seems extended in a different way. And, you know, he just, uh, Smith just draws them so, with like such a nice contrast between each mm-hmm. other. When we have the scene of them fighting with each other on the next page in the treasury, like, they are like really very much in conflict with each other just as people. And they just seem to be cut from different worlds. She mm-hmm. has a, uh, Tuskela has this really exotic look on her, in her eyes. Mm-hmm. And Valeria has like a, like a mid- Middle Eastern look, I guess. Valeria has kind of a Nordic look and they just look like they're from very different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. And it's just really great storytelling by Smith to, to draw that out. Beautiful art, beautiful stuff. 
and distinct. Yeah, like knowing still like you still have that very Windsor Smith face, which you know <laughs> the distinctive face, but mm-hmm. the bodies, which is where the art comes through. That's the only part I was frustrated with his art was the Windsor Smith face. Mm. But I mean, that's just, you know, you, you think about great comic artists specifically, like they have their look, right? They all look pretty much the characters kind of, they have his style. They don't look the same. I mean, he's a great artist. They don't look, but they have that face. And I think maybe it's on purpose, right? That's true. They look, it makes them look exotic. He doesn't, but it's almost like that's his MO. That's his style. Sure, so like, yeah. Look at other great artists like, um, like, you know, Kirby has a face, right? Especially towards the end of his, you know, his end of his career or like this, I guess the third part. And I like to think of Frank Quietly too, or like he's got a face, you know, for modern artists. So Red Nails has been reprinted many times of the year. I totally recommend you seek it out wherever you can find it. Because mm-hmm. this is just incredible comic storytelling. I hadn't ever, I read it once many, many years ago before we got together. And like, after I read it during the week this week, I had to go, keep going back and rereading it and uh, seeking out videos and other stuff about it. Because I was just so blown away by this work. Mm-hmm. Did you feel the same way? Yeah, I mean, I, I love I love the art. I think the story, I'm not sure how much more Conan I'd want to read. I like the movies, the Schwarzenegger movies specifically, but I'm going to seek out, I mean, I have a lot of the Barry Windsor Smith on like these um, essentials, Marvel essentials. So I'm going to read those and just look at the art and everything because it's, it's worth it. It's and I, I was blown away by the art. I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would, to be honest with you. I was like, oh, God, Conan. But I enjoyed it a lot more than I would. But I think it's like 90% because of Conan. I think this is a theme. I'm sorry, because of the art, sorry. I think it's a theme over the last few weeks. We keep enjoying work more than we thought we would. Yeah, yeah. Which makes this project really fun. I can't wait to figure out what we talk about next time. Yeah. Thanks, Amir. Thanks, Jason. Oh, thank you.